0: hello welcome to plant path consults this is your one-stop parenting hub for everything parenting this is plant path podcast today we're discussing becoming a responsive and sensitive parent okay this is so uh, this is all about being in tune with your child your children okay so who is a sensitive person a per a sensitive person is someone who is quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals or influences. So if you're sensitive, you're quick, you're fast to respond to and to detect slight changes, signals or influences, you can pick up things. It also means that you um, um being sensitive also means having or displaying a quick and delicate ap- appreciation of others feelings. If you're sensitive, you're said to be to have or display a quick and delicate appreciation of others' feelings. Um, it also means its third definition means that you keep secret, or to be kept secret, or with rescrip- restrictions on disclosure to avoid endangering security. It's sensitive. Um, that means that something is sensitive things are at stake if you divulge information so you keep them secret or with restrictions on disclosure to avoid endangering security. So from this we can induce that being a sensitive parent means that you're quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals or influences about your child, you're having or displaying quick and delicate appreciation for the needs of and the feelings of your child then you also keep sensitive information and at the same time there's an aspect that I would like to also mention that being sensitive doesn't mean that you shouldn't talk about things so there shouldn't be anything with your child that you can't discuss so yes so our topic again once again is becoming a sensitive and responsive parent okay so sensitive or responsive parenting as we said earlier is being in tune with your child it means that family interactions in which parents are aware of their child's emotional physical spiritual social intellectual needs and respond appropriately and consistently, you're responding appropriately to the situation, and you are consistent. This is very very important. Appropriately is important, and consistency. You always show up for your child, so consistency is key. And it, it's also important to also provide age-appropriate support. For example, what you do for a newborn is different from the kind of support that you you give so a newborn is different from what you give to a toddler a preschooler elementary age adolescent even adult children for example with newborns you respond to their cries you hug them you you respond to their physical needs immediately the are the 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 need to respond to them occur they cry they, they they make sounds and all of that for for elementary school, school, the kind of support you may be providing could mean a- answering all their questions when they ask questions, being honest and responding to them in that way. That that is the definition, the age-appropriate definition for an elementary school student. For it also it could mean that your, for example. You're recognizing and responding to their boundaries they are setting. You respect yourself, you respect your interaction with them, you respect things they tell you, you respect their need for privacy as well. For adult children, it may mean that you know, adult children are usually very busy, so you're covering up for their lapses in time availability, you're showing up for them, helping them sort out things. So, supports. We said that consistency is key in being a sensitive and responsive parent and, and, and and Consistency is very very important very very important it research has shown that Supporting a child can mitigate adverse effect in the child's life I mean once there's a supportive parent there's a responsive parent there's a sensitive parent It is very important to that child's overall needs and development so let's take it down to the Bible. The word of God is very important. I mean, that's something that we can rely on. We can rely on it, even with the research and all of that. It's never changing, it is always new every day. So we can rely on God's word. So let's check on the Bible and see examples of sensitive, responsive parents in the Bible. Um, I think maybe this is my favorite, Jesus' mother mary in the book of john chapter 2 let me read verses 1 to 3 john chapter 2 verses 1 to 3 says the next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of cana in galilee jesus's mother was there and jesus and his disciples also were also invited to the celebration the wine supply ran out during the festivities so jesus time jesus's mother told him they have no more wine Let's let's read down to let's read down a little bit. Verse 4. Dear mother, that's not our problem. Jesus replied, My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servant, Do whatever he tells you to do. Start so so and all of that and all of that the miracle at the wedding in at Cana in Galilee. So the important thing for us to pick up from here is that. If you remember this is jesus's first miracle jesus's mother was in tune with the spirit of god she must have been praying for him and all of that she must have been sensitive to know that mm, this my son his time has come and even the lord jesus christ was saying that my time has not yet come the mother went on to still to the servant you see you don't mind anymore Anything he tells you to do, do it. Do do it. Do. It's amazing. You understand what I'm saying? That Jesus's mother was quick to respond to Jesus's needs, to Jesus's timing. That is a very good example of a sensitive and responsive parent. Okay, another person, you know, is Eve. Eve in the Bible you know they say that women have intuition and all of that but how come that Eve in the Bible was not designing towards Cain and Abel's beef to the extent that there was a killing and all of that can you imagine that what if Eve was very sensitive enough to know that ah these children something is happening one does not like the other you can see there's jealousy and all of that so that's an example of a mother that wasn't sensitive that and she couldn't save the day another person is Rachel Rachel she was quick to spot the rift between Jacob and Esau remember in the book of Genesis the way she quickly told Jacob to run away from Esau to run away from Esau because she could detect she was a very sensitive parent she was responsive to what was happening in her home and she knew that hey if if Jacob if Esau should get rid of should get hold of Jacob like this, there's going to be wala in the house. There's going to be trouble. So she that in the book of Genesis chapter thirty one. So she was quick to to. She identified the rift between Jacob and Esau. She knew of Esau's. She was aware of Esau's grievances, and she clearly responded. And before you people come for me. It's not only women, it is not just women, it's not only mothers that can be responsive parents, that can be sensitive parents, even fathers. Can you remember the way Jacob blessed his children in the book of Genesis, chapter 49? Can you remember how he was able to spot out each child's character, each child's needs? his child's attitude he spoke about Rubens sp- sleeping with his wife he spoke ab- he spoke prophetic things about joseph and all oh, the children 12 sons and and he was able to pronounce blessings upon them that's a very good example of a sensitive father well aware of what's happening to the children and 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 is a part of their lives i mean if he wasn't a part of their lives he wouldn't have known all of this So yes, important. So those are examples of sensitive and responsive parents in the Bible. So tips to becoming an effective parent, a responsive parent, a sensitive parent. Tips that you can use of that that you can pick from this. First of all, be in touch with the spirit. Spiritual and there's a spiritual side to everything. There's a spiritual side. Pray for your children. Pray for yourself. Pray in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit reveals things to us and shows us things to come, even things that are currently happening. The Holy Spirit can tell you things about your child as you pray, as you intercede. Pray for your children. Very very important. The second thing that would tell you to do is that you should be honest and respectful to you as your child and yourself respect his child's individuality let them see you don't there's no need to perform and be saying i'm the big daddy strong mommy i don't have faults and everything let your children know you for who you are be honest be respectful respect their individuality speak to your children even to to toddler. speak to them let them know what's happening with you and all of that. Let being honest to your children, be respectful will help you to be a responsive and sensitive parent. The third thing is that like the book, our research material, A to Z of Parenting. The book says, you know, A to Z of Parenting. Letter W in the book says means watch observe your children as you spend time with them as you interact with them observe patterns observe their attitude you know their individuality you know their character you know what they are capable of watch your children be very observant very very important 13 that tip that you can pick up from here that will help you to become a responsive and sensitive parent is that you should let your children know that you are in charge Give your children a sense of security. Help them to sub. Like what what we mean is that let your children know that you're in charge. When you're in charge, when your children know that mommy doesn't play, daddy doesn't play, my auntie doesn't play. Yeah, sometimes say my guardian doesn't play. Being be being in charge and understand. when they know that you're in charge they can trust you it gives them a level of stability security and you set boundaries this kind of thing can help a child you know whatever is going on child, that the child knows that ah my dad and my mom they've got me there is security at home there is structure in my home it's very very important to give to have structure in your home It gives your children a a level of security. It helps them in every way, always possible. So, yes, this is very important. Please pay attention to it. The last tip I'd like to give you before we close on today's podcast is that you should encourage openness and honesty in your home. Encourage openness and honesty in your home. If you're going to be a sensitive parent, if you're going to be a responsive parent, your children you need to you need to have a a, a, a culture in your home that responds to, that encourages openness and honesty like we said before be honest and respectful to your child be honest be open be respectful towards your children very very important very essential okay all right thank you very much you have come to the end of this pod, episode of the podcast becoming a sensitive and responsive parent um, we would like to engage with you so if you have questions from this we would like to hear from you let's hear your feedback let's hear your questions let's have your comments yes let's engage with us with on all of our social media platforms engage with us let's talk about parenting and so if you're also wondering how to engage our services how to move on from here with plant path you can you should get our resource materials we have we have an amazing resource material a to z of parenting it brings to four, twenty sixty themes in parenting and helps you be an effective parent a to z of parenting available in audio version and ebook version for your convenience so you can listen to it on the go you can listen to it on the go you can play it in your car you, you can you you, you can listen there's no barrier there are no barriers audio but audio books as you're washing in the house as you're sweeping as you're in between your activities you can listen to it it's you can also get the ebook as well the amazing thing about getting both formats is that you can you can listen to your ebook and also and you can listen to the audiobook and also read the ebook you know it said that whatever we see remember remember 5% of what we see Remember 10% of what we hear remember 15% of what we do but what we do what we hear what we see you know you can't forget it there's a there's like 90% chance that you're not going to forget so getting the two both formats listen to the audiobook reading with your eyes and also practicing practicing would help you not to forget